What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today I want to talk about a player who, you know, a lot of people know about, but he is one of the best power hitters in baseball. And he kind of came out of, not out of nowhere, but came out of obscurity. Now he's one of the best power hitters in baseball, one of the best third basemen. This Eugenio Suarez, the third baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. And I want to talk about how he kind of slipped through the cracks in the Tigers organization ended up becoming a Cincinnati Red, and now he's hitting 49 bombs in a season, which is what he hit last year. I mean, that's that's a lot of homers. And wh- where did this come from? I mean, where did Eugenio Suarez come from? How did the Tigers miss out on a guy who looked like a fourth infielder when he broke into the major leagues? Now he's a power threat, one of the best in all of baseball, and just one of the best hitters in the game, quite frankly. I mean, he's... Still 28 years old, even though he's been in the league for six years already. So he's just really hitting his prime. I mean, his 2019 was a breakout season for him, at least with the power and uh, or just everything. And yeah, let's let's dig right into it. So, I mean, if you look back to 2017, Eugenio Suarez is actually accounted for 12.3 Fangraphs war. That's the eighth highest war at his position. And that war puts him in company with guys like Chris Bryant and Josh Donaldson. He's been one of the best third baseman in baseball the past couple years. So, you know, at this point, it's pretty fair to say he's a cornerstone for Cincinnati. I mean, they signed him to a seven-year extension after his breakout 2017 season. That's obviously paid huge dividends. That was a seven-year, $66 million deal, which in hindsight was a steal for them because he's just improved actually he's continued to get even better since then absolutely brilliant move from the team's perspective back then and if you look back to how Suarez actually got to this level it's it's pretty interesting so he joined the Tigers as a free agent as a free agent out of Venezuela in 2008 uh you know 16 year old free agent that's usually how it goes and within five years he was one of the top five prospects in their system Although he didn't really wow anyone in his one season in a Tigers uniform. I mean, that was his first season in the Bigs, 2014. He played shortstop, and he hit 242 with a 316 on base 336 slugging. Good for 86 weighted runs created plus his rookie year. 0.9 F war in 85 games. So, I mean, he was just, like, pretty underwhelming. Nothing crazy. Nobody really saw anything special from him. But then the Tigers shipped him off to Cincinnati. Him and a pitching prospect, Jonathan Crawford, got sent to Cincinnati for right-hander Alfredo Simone. And Simone was the headliner of that trade when it happened. He was 33, and he was coming off an all-star season where you know he pitched for 3-4-4 ERA over 196 in the third innings. So it was actually just the first season Simone was a full-time starter. And he had always either been a reliever or a swingman in previous years. But, you know, the Tigers were hoping to, you know, kind of catch some of that spectacular talent or whatever, you know, whatever someone had shown the year before in Cincinnati. But unfortunately for Detroit, it kind of went downhill as, you know, his one effective season from the rotation was that year he had. In Cincinnati and it didn't really work out in Detroit so it, it really sucked because I guess if you looked at Simone's FIP you know he had a 3-4-4 ERA that one year but his FIP 
was 4-3-3, so you could see some regression coming. Um, yeah, his ERA just was a bit less than it should have been based on some of the peripherals. The Tigers actually didn't even make the playoffs in 2015, and that was Simone's only year with them. He had a 505 ERA in 187 frames. And then Dave Dombrowski actually didn't even make it through the season. He was the president of baseball operations for the Tigers who acquired Simone, but he didn't make it through the season. Simone went back to the Reds in free agency thereafter, but then he also struggled in his return to Cincinnati, and no one's heard of him since at the major league level. So buying one year of control over Simone didn't, go as hope for the Tigers, so they gave away Eugenio Suarez in the deal. Well, what really happened? Well, it took it took some time. It took some time for Suarez to really get into a groove. I mean, he was in the bigs right away for Cincy. You know, played 97 games in 2015, 159 games, played the full season in 2016. But each of those years, he would hit, you know, 13 and then 21 home runs respectively, a 106 OPS plus and a 92 OPS plus just you know a good average bat and 2017 happened that was his breakout season when he really found a groove with the Reds and keep in mind you know he was still young 2017 he was 25 25 years old but that was when he he really started to click and that was when it it just he kind of popped off so 2017 he you know played 156 games he hit 26 bombs for 828 OPS and this is when the Reds were like all right we're gonna lock this guy up give him the extension and he's just been a prolific slugger since then. I mean, this dude has combined for 130 homers in the past four seasons. I mean, 49 last year. That was second in the majors, trailing only Pete Alonso. A 133 weighted runs created plus last year. A personal high four and a half Fangraphs war. And he only missed three games. I mean, he's been playing a lot of games in recent years. I mean, in three of the last four years, he's played... 156 games or more, you know, 159 games in two of those years. So pretty consistent guy. I mean, not, I wouldn't really say he's under the radar because everyone knows who he is at this point, but I kind of wanted to just shine some light on where he came from. And yeah, all the Tigers got from that trade was a disappointing season from Alfredo Simone. And then they lost Eugenio Suarez, who blossomed into becoming one of the best power hitters in baseball. I mean, he's, I mean, he's not to say he's putting up Miggy numbers because he's not Miguel Cabrera, prime Miguel Cabrera. But, you know, when the Tigers had Miggy in his prime, I mean, that was like, you know, the big corner bat they had. You know, Miggy's older now. They don't really have that kind of production. If Eugenio Suarez was on the Tigers doing this, then that would kind of just be the passing of the torch. I mean, to a lesser extent, because Suarez isn't on the same level as Miggy, but it's just at least the power is there. So, yeah, that, that was a trade that kind of went wrong for Detroit and it went really well for Cincinnati. I mean, they completely clicked on all cylinders with this Suarez deal um, with the extension. First, get, getting the trade, you know, the trade done to acquire him and then extending him to that seven-year deal after 2017. That's just, he's already more than returned the value on that deal. So just thought I would touch on that. Uh, yeah, Eugenio Suarez, just a little bit of a short one today. If you enjoy this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.